On today's Ding and Corners, we are talking about the ALCS, as it is the first playoff series that we know is going to happen. Dodgers and Giants play tonight. And we are talking about three players that are going to be playing in the ALCS. So sit back, relax, and enjoy today's Ding and Corners. Hey guys, before we get into the podcast today, I want to talk to you about my breaks. So if you've been watching Dinging Corners for a while, you'll know that we started a Dinging Corners page on Instagram, which if you want to go follow, that would mean a lot to me. We started that, but we also started me breaking products on Wednesdays. And while this is a baseball podcast and we do not have any baseball this upcoming uh this upcoming Wednesday, I do have some cool things that I really like, and that is Topps Chrome Star Wars Galaxy Hobby Packs and 2005 Football Hobby Packs. And so what we got here is the Galaxy, Topps Chrome Galaxy. If you are a Star Wars fan, this is really cool. There was a bunch of different artists that came and made cards, very artistic cards of Star Wars characters, and I didn't know how much I'd like it. We opened a pack last week. I was excited about it because I like Star Wars, but I don't know how much I like it. And then I saw some of the coolest cards I've ever seen in my entire life. And that is not hyperbole. That is legitimate. Like, I love these cards. There was some where it mixed, like, the dark side, like Darth Vader and 1940s, uh, like, recruitment posters for American, you know, like American soldiers. And they mixed them together. And it's just so cool. It's like you can't do it alone and list a day. Uh, and it shows Darth Vader, and it's just some sweet stuff, sweet, sweet stuff. They've got parallels, sweet parallels. They've got sketch cards. They've got super refractors and colored. Just an absolutely incredible product. I'm not kidding you. I love this product. I love, love, love it, and I request we have some more because I really enjoyed opening it. It's $15 a pack. This It is absolutely incredible, and you can get some sweet, sweet, sweet cards out of it. Really good for um kids even because you know sometimes kids might not be too much into you know uh sports cards all the time but they love their star wars they love their marvel they love stuff like that and if you can get them star wars cards get them intro introed into cards and tops cards with star wars and then get them into baseball from there a beautiful thing and then secondly we have 2005 tops football an absolutely incredible product obviously we're going aaron Rodgers hunting we're packer fans here and who doesn't like an Aaron Rodgers tops rookie card, especially if it's really well uh, centered and corners are good and stuff. PSA tens go for like a thousand bucks. So we are Aaron Rodgers hunting. And even if we don't find an Aaron Rodgers 2005, that is the same year as my favorite video game ever ESPN 2k five, the greatest football video game ever created. And so I'm excited because we get to go find, you know, Santana Moss and champ Bailey and, um, uh, Young Larry Fitzgerald and Andre Johnson, guys like that. And so it should be a really, really, really fun time. Um, so if you want, you can get a pack for that to 2005 Tops football. Should be really, really fun trying to get those Aaron Rodgers. And if not those Aaron Rodgers, we'll get to have a blast in the past looking at 
old names that we haven't thought about in a few years. So if you are interested in either of those, please go to pro or go to slabstocks.com slash shop and join now and come hang out next Wednesday on the YouTube stream. Talk to me, talk baseball, talk football, talk Star Wars, talk anything you'd like. I'd love to have you there. Thank you guys. And now back to the rest of the podcast. Welcome everyone to Dinging Corners, a baseball podcast powered by Slab Stocks. I'm your host, Nate, and we are sitting here on a glorious Thursday afternoon, right? And we're ready to watch some baseball tonight. Giants, Dodgers, game five, going to be magnificent. But because that game hasn't been played yet, we don't know who's going to be playing in the NLCS facing the Braves. But we do know who's going to be playing in the ALCS, and that is the Red Sox and the Astros. The Astros, who seem to always, always, always be in the ALCS. This is their fifth straight. Can you believe that? Fifth straight year. Seems impossible, but it is not. I don't know how they do it. That being said... Let's jump into our podcast or into our PowerPoint here. And so we talked about it. We've got our two teams, the Astros, the Red Sox. Now, the Red Sox obviously had to take down the Rays, which they did. They did pretty handily. The last two games of the series, they they won on a walk-off home run by Christian Vasquez in the 13th inning. And then the next game. They won on a walk-off sack fly by Kike Hernandez, who who else? Because Kike was as hot as anybody's ever been in the playoffs in that series against the Rays. It's a little unfortunate for those of us that like, you know, the underdog teams, the Brewers, my team, right? Losing the Rays, losing the White Sox, losing. Um, kind of unfortunate. Kind of unfortunate, but but um we do get some good matchups here. So the Red Sox beat up on the Rays, and the Rays had it coming. They had three rookie starters, three straight rookie starters uh, starting those games, Shane McClanahan, Shane Baz, and Drew Rasmussen, and it did not go well. Um, it went well for Shane McClanahan, but it did not go well for Shane Baz. It did not go well for Drew Rasmussen. Luis Patino gave up runs. When you rely on so many rookie pitchers, to guide you in the playoffs, that's going to happen. Now, they're going to be set up nicely for next year. Those three guys will have playoff experience. Or four guys with Shane McClanahan, even though he did well, will have playoff experience. They'll be getting Tyler Glass now back. And hopefully you have a Ryan Yarbrough or somebody like that have a bounce-back season and actually not be as terrible as they were. Um, and it's really unfortunate that the Pritchers played so poorly considering the heroics of one 20-year-old Wander Franco and one 26-year-old Randy Rosarina will be forgotten about because of how poor the pitching is and how quickly the Red Sox moved on. But Randy Rosarina and Juan Franco were absolutely incredible in this series, but it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough when you have a veteran team on the other side in the Red Sox with their own really good hitting in Sandra Bogarts and Rafael Devers and J.D. Martinez. Uh, list keeps going on and on. You know, they have their own good hitters, Kyle Schwarber. And then you have... Their veteran pitchers, Nathan Eovaldi, right? Chris Sale. List keeps going. They have plenty of veteran pitchers, and they have one of the Rookie of the Year candidates in Garrett Whitlock. And so the Red Sox, they didn't have to rely on so many rookies. In fact, 
one of the guys that they have to rely on the most, Rafael Devers, is actually like the youngest guy on their entire team, on their entire playoff team, despite the fact that he's been around for four and a half years. And not only that, but he's also younger than like their top prospects, Jaron Duran. Jaron Duran is older than Rafael Devers. Can you believe that? Bobby Dalbeck, two like two years, a year and a half older than Rafael Devers. And so all these young guys on the Red Sox are actually older than Rafael Devers, despite the fact that he's been around for four and a half years. And that is experience, right? Despite him being 24, that is experience that you can't gain any other way. And so when you're relying on rookies, no matter how old they are, if they don't have the experience, they're not going to be ready for the situation. Somebody like Rafael Devers is. Somebody like Shane Baz was not. And so the Red Sox, two walk-off victories in a row going to the ALCS, despite being a wild-card team. And then the Astros, we won't get too much into their White Sox series. That was disappointing to me. I was, I'm was i a big fan of the White Sox. I don't know why. I love Eloy Jimenez. I like Luis Robert. You know, I used to like Nick Madrigal. Now he's a Cub. Now I can't like Nick Madrigal. But, you know, there's a lot of guys to like, a lot of pitching to like on the White Sox. And the fact that they got absolutely shelled. They got shelled by Houston. Unfortunate. Unfortunate. Um, Houston's one of those teams that people love to hate. The cheating happened, obviously. They're no longer cheating, and yet they're still good. For some reason, people love to hate Jordan and guys like that, despite them not being part of the cheating anyways. But that's neither here nor there. There are some young guys on that team, too, that need to be talked about. And so we are going to be talking about them today. And the title of this is The Undervalued. And so I think you know where I'm going here. There are three young guys between these two teams that are severely, 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 severely undervalued. And so for this exercise, we're going to be looking at this player. And then looking at the top player from 2021, Bowman Chrome, we're going to be comparing their prices And then I'm going to be telling you why that is absurd. So first off, we've got Rafael Devers. And you'll notice that you can see here you've got his refractor PSA 9 and then a Christian Hernandez PSA 9. Now, you'll notice the prices, right? The prices here, pretty absurd. Refractor, PSA 9, $305. Refractor, Non-graded, Christian Hernandez, $550, same day. Same day. So this wasn't like one sold on September 6th and one sold on October 13th and there's a $200 price difference, but maybe Rafael Devers went up. Nope, same day. And what makes it worse is that here are Christian Hernandez's stats. He's 17, he's a shortstop, he plays with the Cubs. That's all nice. He has potential for days. But he's only played in the Dominican Summer League. He hasn't even played in rookie ball stateside. He's only played in the Dominican Summer League. 158 at-bats, five doubles, one triple, five home runs, 21 stolen bases, three caught stealing, 30 walks to 39 strikeouts. That's really nice to see. 285 batting average, 398 on base, 424 slug. Look, these are really nice stats for a 17-year-old kid playing in the Dominican Summer League. No denying that. The on-base percentage is super nice. It gives a really, really good floor for a dude. And if he gains more power as he goes up, you're looking at a kid who has absolute star potential. Star potential. Now, the problem with that is that Rafael Devers, on the other hand, 
is already a star. On the season, he's 24 years old, mind you. He had 156 games played. He only missed six games. 591 at-bats, 279 batting average, 352 on base, 538 slugging, good for an 890 OPS, 132 OPS plus. 37 doubles, 38 home runs, and a triple. We are really lucky if Christian Hernandez gets to these offensive numbers. Now, I get it. He's a shortstop. He's better defender. Rafael Devers is a third baseman and a bad defender. I get it. I get it. He's a one-dimensional player. But Christian Hernandez will be lucky if he gets to an 890 OPS, if he gets to a 132 OPS plus. And that is what you're looking at with Rafael Devers. And he is 24 years old. He's going to get better. He's going to put up 900 plus OPSs consistently, probably from the age of like 27 to 30. Like that's just the type of player Rafael Devers is. He's an absolute star. And so when you're looking at these prices, $250 will say, Price difference between these two guys, despite the fact that Rafael Devers is already a star in the major leagues and a, a, one that can't defend, right? I get it, but a star. And Christian Hernandez is a 17 year old in the Dominican Summer League who's not played stateside ball. And you can get almost three Rafael Devers for the price of one Christian or two Rafael Devers for the price of one Christian Hernandez. That is insanity. Now, before you go and say, but Nathan, this isn't a first auto. Now, I know somebody's going to say that, or two people are going to say that, or you've been looking at this, and you're going to say, yeah, but there's no first auto in the corner. This is his first auto. 2014 Bowman was his first non-auto card, and it has a first in the corner. But 2015, since he didn't have autos in 2014, 2015 is his first auto. Now, I get that not having the first can detract from it a little bit, and that people are going to be like, oh, I don't want it. Eh, stupid reasoning because it's the only auto you can get from Bowman Chrome for him. But uh, I get it. But still, just because that first is missing, it is his first auto. And it should not be $220 cheaper. Now, should Rafael Devers be more expensive than $305? Or should Christian Hernandez be cheaper than $550? That's for you to decide. All I know is if Christian Hernandez is $550 and Rafael Devers is $305, I'm taking Rafael Devers all day because... That is severe undervalue considering Christian Hernandez has a much smaller shot of ever hitting how Rafael Devers is already hitting. And Rafael Devers is only 24, turning 25 this month. Me and him, birthday buddies. So that is our first guy. Rafael Devers, severely, severely undervalued. Despite not having a first logo in the corner. It, it's it's asinine to me. It's asinine to me. It makes no sense. It should be impossible. It should be impossible. And everyone wants the next guy so badly. They don't want to miss out on Juan Soto. Like, I got Juan Soto and a Juan Soto auto at $135. And I wanted another one. And it went up to $137. And I chickened out. I didn't buy a second one. I regret it. But now, knowing that you could have got a Juan Soto Bowman Chrome auto at $135 or even cheaper than that, nobody wants to miss out on that chance again. To the point where they will spend $550 on a Christian Hernandez number to $499, despite he's being 17 and never playing outside of the Dominican Summer League, so that they don't miss out, which is ridiculous because anything can happen. He can come up to rookie ball and stink, and you're going to lose a ton of money. I'd rather put it into the sure bet, and the sure bet is Rafael Devers. Number two on the list is 
Jordan Alvarez. So Jordan, obviously we know Christian Hernandez, 17, right? We've covered that ad nauseum. Jordan Alvarez is also severely undervalued. Now, he's been a little bit of a decline. His first year, 87 games, he had 1,067 OPS. His next year, two games, barely counts, 958 OPS. Played well in those two games, but got injured. This year, 24 years old, the same age as Rafael Devers, and he hit 277 with a 346 on base and a 531 slugging, good for an 877 OPS and a 136 OPS+. plus. Now, the difference between Jordan Alvarez and Rafael Devers is that Rafael Devers can fake third base. He's not very good at it, but he can fake, fake third base. Jordan Alvarez, for two-thirds of his games this year, played DH. Um, and so there's negative value at playing DH, obviously. Like, people just don't want to invest in DHs. And if he's a DH long-term, you know, that's why he's undervalued. But the point is, 35 doubles, one triple, 33 home runs from a 24-year-old that had an 877 OPS for a team that is really good in the ALCS. He should be worth more than he is. And so when we're looking at these two cards we got on the screen, $600 for a BGS 9.5 True Gen Plus of Jordan Alvarez on October 10th, or $610 for a non-graded, not True Gen Plus BGS 9.5, you know, three nine fives and a 10 a non-graded Christian Hernandez was $10 more. Now you tell me which one you'd rather have the 24 year old that is hitting eight seven seven OPS in the majors right now with 33 home runs on a team that is winning on a team that is in the ALCS and might make it to the majors or to the majors into the world series or the 17 year old in the Dominican summer league. And that's where I just find this to be just absolutely asinine is that you don't even have the excuse that there's no first Bowman in this card. There's a first Bowman. I get it. He's not a shortstop. He's a DH that can play some outfield. But Jordan Alvarez is one of the best young hitters in the league. He's going to have years where he hits 40-plus home runs. He's going to have years where he has probably 1,000-plus OPSs. And Christian Hernandez is like a... 0.5% 0.5% chance of ever hitting like a 900 OPS probably or a 950 OPS, let alone a thousand OPS. Jordan Alvarez is that type of guy right now. He's that type of guy, 877 OPS, and he barely played last year. And yet people spend this much money on Christian Hernandez. I like Christian Hernandez. I really do. I love Christian Hernandez. But when you look at bona fide major league players, and you look at how much they are compared to a kid who's 17 playing in the Dominican Summer League. It's insane. Like, you just should not spend $610 on a purple of a kid who has not played stateside ball. It's, it's, it's the stupidest amount of money you could ever spend in your entire life. Straight up. There is literally no point to buying this when you can buy a guy who you know is going to be a good major leaguer for years in Jordan Alvarez for the same price and it's graded and it's true gem plus. So that's our second guy. Jordan Alvarez severely, severely, severely undervalued. And so if you're looking for guys to buy while in the playoffs, buy these two guys, buy Rafael Devers, buy Jordan Alvarez. They are good deals and you know, they're going to continue to hit. You know, they're going to continue to play well. Defensive value is a, is a problem. You know, people pay for bats, but they pay for bats that play positions. Rafael Devers plays third base, but a bad third base, 
uh, Jordan Alvarez can play outfield, but a bad outfield. So I get it. You're probably paying for two DHs, but, but they are magnificent hitters and hitting is the key to everything. And then last on the list, we have Kyle Tucker. Now, Kyle Tucker had a rough rookie year. He had a rough rookie year. He hit a 439 OPS in 28 games, 141 batting average, 236, 203. And I feel like that stayed with him because at the age of 22, he had played 22 games. He had an 857 OPS. The age of 23 last year in the 60 game season, he played 58 games and had an 837 OPS, 124 OPS plus, which is really good for a 23 year old. Um, Top 10 prospect, you know, the whole nine yards, kid's a stud. And then this year, 24 years old, same age as Jordan, same age as Rafael Devers. He plays 140 out of 162 possible games, and he hit 294 with a 359 on base and a 557 slugging. Good for a 917 OPS plus or OPS and a 147 OPS plus, the best OPS plus we've seen. Now, it's not like Kyle Tucker has had bad seasons before this. He's been decently fine the last two years. And now he's blown up and hit like everyone expect him to hit upon his call-up. 70 extra base hits in those 140 games. Uh, Extra base hit every other game is really nice. 24 years old, whole nine yards. And yet you're looking at a 24-year-old who you could get a BGS 9.5 Ottawa for $180. Come on. Come on. The dude is a stud, and I get it. Sometimes it feels like the Red Sox and the Astros are just undervalued no matter what. feels like Alex Bregman's undervalued. Jose Altuve felt like Mookie Betts was always undervalued when he was on the Red Sox. Now he's still undervalued on the on the Dodgers. And so maybe it's these two teams, but for me, it's just impossible to look at Kyle Tucker and what he's done the last three years and realize that he's been getting better every year to the point where he hit nine, had 917 OPS as a 24-year-old, and say to yourself, you know what? I'd rather spend $260 on Christian Hernandez base auto non-graded than Kyle Tucker BGS 9.5 base auto with a first Bowman logo also. And so you're looking at three dudes here, Rafael Devers, Jordan Alvarez, Kyle Tucker, who are disrespected and undervalued in this hobby when you can get a dude who will probably never hit a 917 OPS in Christian Hernandez, and you can buy a graded copy, a grade that costs you $125 to do right now. So basically, if you want to look at it this way, $125 to grade and another $55 to buy the card, or $260 to buy the card, and then if you wanted to grade it with BGS, $125, or it's like $250 if you want the subgrades, $250, that's a $510 card. Whereas this... You basically got the card for free and saved $70 off the grade with the BGS already graded card. And so the the absolute disrespect, the disrespect of Kyle Tucker, who's been fine for a couple years and is really good this year and is going to continue to probably be really good. The disrespect of Jordan Alvarez and the disrespect of Rafael Devers when compared to guys like this. I know 2021 Bowman Chrome just came out. I get it. I get it. Just came out. But man, that is that is a tough, tough, tough scene from me to look at these three guys, these three bona fide stars, 
these major league stars, Rafael Devers is a household name. Jordan Alvarez, Kyle Tucker, household names. Kyle Tucker, the best out of all of them because he's actually a good defender. Uh, he almost had six wins above replacement on the year, which is insanely good. And yet you can get an auto of his for way cheaper than a Christian Hernandez. A graded auto. A graded auto. And so for me, it's tough to see. It's tough to see. And I try not to get too heated about some of this stuff. But And I like, look, I like Christian Hernandez. He was my top guy from this draft class, him and Victor Acosta. I like both of them. I get it. You're trying to get the next star. You want to find the next star, and you want to find the next guy who's a $1,000 base auto. I, Rafael Devers, Jordan Alvarez, and Kyle Tucker aren't going to become $1,000 base autos. I get that. But for me, $260 for this or $180 for a graded Kyle Tucker and $80 in your pocket, I am taking the Kyle Tucker 30 times out of 20 times. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm taking it 10 more times than I can because uh, it's just safe. It's safe and there's potential there. Whereas Christian Hernandez is a ton, a ton of risk. And so this is going to be an exciting series. There are three dudes who are undervalued who get a chance to show everyone what they can do on the main stage. And the best part is, is that at least one or two of these undervalued guys is going to get to play in the World Series. And then they're really going to get to show everyone what they have cooking because they are really good players and they are disrespected and undervalued. So if you are investing in these guys, I say don't give up. Continue investing. One of these days, people will be like, oh, yeah, that's right. These dudes are really good. I don't know when it will be, but it will be one of these days. And if you aren't investing, but you are investing in Christian Hernandez, I get it. I get it. You want to get the next big thing. But sometimes the next big thing takes a long time to get there and will lose value along the way. Whereas you can take somebody who's undervalued right now and a very solid bet to get better and make some money while you let the other guy lose some money and then buy back. Thank you everyone for listening to Ding and Corners today. I hope you enjoyed this and I will talk to you guys again.